Hello, greetings, and welcome to Real Talk, Real Solutions. My name is Dr. Anana, and I am happy to have you share today, wherever it is, whatever time it is uh, on, on your side of the world. Um, but I want to welcome you, and I thank you for being a part of today's show. And you know, this month, we are continuing our series of focusing on fatherhood. Yes, Father's Day here in the U.S. is coming right around. It'll be here this Sunday. And, and fatherhood, being a daddy's girl, listen, I'm a woman. I'm a youth civility practitioner, an ambassador, author, wife, mother, coach, so many things. But guess what? I am a daddy's girl. And I'm a blessed girl because I was blessed with an amazing father. And yes, my father, Mr. Jeffrey S. Garrison, who we lost, uh, really, really, I'm still so heavy hearted about that just the earlier this year. Um, so I love the opportunity to speak to fathers, to talk about fatherhood, to talk about uh, being a daddy's girl, what that looks like, what that feels like, and how it actually impacted me as well. So this is a great opportunity for me to talk to fathers. So believe me when I tell you, I love talking, learning, exploring, and just kicking it <laughs> with those that are some amazing fathers. So this series focusing on fatherhood is really, really important to me. I know that it will be a blessing to you. So as you come and you join this episode of Focusing on Fatherhood, I want you to share, comment, engage, because tonight, today, tomorrow, this morning, I have a treat for you. Now, you know, Father's Day, again, in the United States, it's really about honoring fatherhood. And also that paternal bond, because sometimes uh, your father may not be the one that actually uh, is the father to you, if you will. Right. So the opportunity to really honor that that person, that man that was the influence for you in that father figure. And it's a day where we honor fathers and fatherhood. You know, I, I learned that Father's Day is actually observed in 111 countries. 111 countries, people all around the world celebrate Father's Day, right? And it's a day to celebrate that special man who is a parent, a friend, a guide, and they really shared in that unique role as a father. Now, according to the almanac, right, .com, the history of Father's Day isn't really a happy one. It was first marked after a horrible mining accident in the United States. And it was actually on July 5th, 1908, where a hundred of men died in a mining mishap. And this was actually in West Virginia. And the daughter, she actually wanted to uh, honor all the men who had died in this accident. And there, this is where Father's Day really came about. So that was one of the first times when they celebrated and they uh, remembered right? Fathers. And those were that was already gone, right? A few years later, another woman, uh, Sonora Smart Dodd, she started observing Father's Day in honor of her father, a Civil War veteran who brought up six children as a single parent. And I just thought this was interesting because I'm thinking about where Father's Day started, you know, honoring, right, such a tragedy, but then also another woman that honoring her father, a Civil War veteran, and stay tuned because that's something we'll be talking about with our guest today, right? So observing Father's, father's Day, um, it really gained popularity in the United States, and it was signed, the Declaration of President Nixon in 1972. 
right? So I'm going to get right into it. I've talked enough, but I thought I'd give you a little history lesson, if you will, <laughs> right? You might learn something here. But observing Father's Day, observing and focusing on fatherhood. Today's guest, today's guest, I'm excited. He is the son of immigrants from Haiti one of the poorest countries in the world. Dr. Vernet quickly learned the value of productivity and empowerment after losing his mother to sickle cell anemia in 1994. Now he vowed to help others reach their maximum potential. He says, losing my mother at such an early age made me truly focus on what is really valuable and important in life. And he attributes his tireless work ethic and service to humanity from watching his, get this, his grandfather and father act as ambassadors for Haiti. And together, the Joseph men have made and served for a combined 100 years in military service to date. Now, listen, Dr. Vernet, he is a leader who trains other leaders on how to serve and produce a life that leaves a legacy. Put that in the comments, a life that leaves a legacy. He is a thought out speaker, business strategist, best-selling author. Dr. Vernet helps individuals, organizations, and corporations increase their bottom line, transform their performance and productivity for maximum results. Listen, listen, you guys, please celebrate, clap your hands, <laughs> stop your feet. Welcome, welcome to Real Talk, Real Solutions. Professor Vernet A. Joseph, how are you, sir? Phenomenal, phenomenal. Thank you so much, Dr. Anana, for uh, that grand introduction. I really do appreciate it. Uh, it is a blessing and an honor to be with you today. Uh, I am in awe as you are speaking of me, but I'm grateful and thankful that it is the experiences uh, that I have had in life. Uh, I am so honored to be with you today, especially on the topic of the day uh, when we talk about focusing on fathers and fatherhood. That means the world to me. So thank you for inviting me and I look forward to a great show. Yes, yes, yes. I'm so glad you can be here. Your schedule, when we talk about Mr. Productivity, we talked a little bit <laughs> about, about who, who you are and what you do. But my goodness, you, you are Mr. Productivity for sure. So getting you, getting on your schedule and having you to be here today to talk about this is really, really a treat for me. Hello, Mr. Kelly Atkins. He says, good evening. He is certainly in for a treat. Uh, he's an amazing Marine veteran as well. He'll be one of our, our speakers coming up next week. So I'm glad he's here. And hello, Tara, my, my girlfriend there. Amazing, amazing for you all to be here. So as you come in, just let us know, say hello, let us know where you're chiming in from. Um, but we're, we're certainly glad that you're here. So listen, Professor, Let's let's just get right into it. This weekend is Father's Day, okay? Uh, mm -hmm. I can only imagine what what. And now I did your bio, and we talked about your grandfather and your your father. And I certainly yes. want you to speak even about those relationships and how they are poured into you. But you are a dad. Tell us yes, about, about you as a father, as a husband. Let, tell us about that. I didn't get that to share that, <laughs> but I'm gonna let you do that. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, I've been a, a dad now, a father for a few years, coming up on 20 years here in November. My oldest, uh, Dominique Joseph, is a uh, freshman. She finished her freshman year in college, so we're super excited 
about that. My youngest, Renee, uh, is going to be 18 next month. So it's been it's been a, a great, great uh, a journey. I, I will say this. All of us are what we call evolving. And as a parent, as a father, that is exactly what we do. We don't know it all. Any father that tells you they know everything, they are lying. Look them bold face and eye and say, dad, I'm sorry, but you're lying. We learn and grow together. The major thing that I have learned over life is you can have control or you can have growth, but you cannot have both. And oftentimes as parents, that's what we try to do. So I've been married, you know, going on 24 years. I've known my wife since the ninth grade um, and our children again are about to be 20 and 18. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily try to steal the thunder and say that they both are daddy's girls, uh, but I make it a point to be a major integral part of their life. And that means the world to me. Anyone who knows me, yes, they will say, oh, he's Mr. Productivity or whatever the case may be. But the very next thing that they will say is he is a family man first. Uh, and that means everything to me. Being a family man means more than any accolade, certificate or anything that anyone could ever give me. Because when it's all said and done, I will be judged for the type of father that I was to my children. Uh, so I'm grateful. I'm thankful for that opportunity. I hold that as one of the highest uh, uh, opportunities that a man can have is to be a father to their children. And a lot of fathers, now let me make sure that I put this plug in, a lot of fathers don't necessarily have to be the sperm donor uh, to the individual to be a father. A father figure is far more than just biological. Uh, you have many types of fathers, which I'm sure maybe we will cover on this show. You may have a spiritual father. You may have a physical father. You may have a father figure mentor. So men, as you are applauded and championed and celebrated uh, over this Father's Day, remember this. You were created for the sole purpose of being what I would like to call the salt of the earth. And the impact that you are allowed to make is important, but you have to take that uh, responsibility very seriously. There's another statement, if I could, Dr. Anana, that I'd love to share with everyone. And that is watch this, men, uh, we sweat in preparation so that we don't have to bleed in battle. And what that actually means is you cannot be the type of father that says, say, uh, uh, do as I say, and not as I do. You have to lead by example, especially for those men who have daughters. You are the one that is going to train and teach and show them by your example the type of man that they should have in their life. And I take that very seriously. I believe that we are what we would call the foundational blueprint for our daughters and what they should look for in their future husbands. Uh, so again, Dr. Anana, for me, I am thoroughly uh, engaged, immersed, and, and empowered, if you would, from the fatherhood perspective. Uh, I am grateful and thankful for my grandfather who set a precedence in our lineage, as well as for my dad, 
who was a military man as well and did everything that he possibly could. He is still alive. Uh, my grandfather has passed. But I learned in life, Dr. Anana, to take the good, the bad, and the ugly and still paint a Picasso. Uh, I, I'm not here to tell you that anyone is perfect. And if you're looking for a perfect father, the only one that you should look to is Jesus. Uh, so do I do everything correct? Absolutely not. Do they get everything that they want? Absolutely not. But do we have a great time? Absolutely. Will we make memorable moments? Absolutely. Will we instill the rules, laws, and order of precedence in their life? Absolutely. That is our job. So I'll pause for the cause right there, Dr. Nana, and see uh, what we need to do. You're on mute, so I got I got to bring that bring that that fire voice back. <laughs> already shared. I mean, so many nuggets because you talk about the foundational blueprint. Man, oh man, oh man, that you set that as a father for what your yes. your children and, and specifically mm -hmm. for you, your daughters will know mm -hmm. and understand in regards to relationships and, and of course, you know, their, their future spouses as such, but understanding that you lead by example. Now, yep. and you, yeah, I don't know if you want to just share a little bit more about that. What does that mean? I know we say, you know, because you always say, do as I say, but not as I do. No, <laughs> that don't work, right? In this sense. No. Well, what do you mean no. by that as a father? How so, do you lead by example? Number one, the very first thing that you have to understand, uh, men, as you are listening to this show, is this they are going to see you long before they hear you. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let that set in for just a second. They will see you, how you treat their mother, their aunts, their your sibling, your sister, or any other woman, how you actually show up each and every day. They are going to see you long before they hear you. It is amazing to me in life how we as men want to tell our daughters and sons, you can come and tell me anything. But then the moment that they share something that you don't like, you're ready to bite their head off. You must lead by example. So that means you have to have a listening ear. God gave us two ears on purpose so that we would listen more than we speak. It's a hard thing for a man, but you must do it. It's interesting because when it comes to dealing with a woman, women have more words than men. But when it comes to dealing with our children, you got to learn how to shut up and listen. And if you don't do that, you're going to lose your grip. You're going to lose your influence, your sphere of influence with your children. So leading by example, you do that in multiple ways. You do that spiritually. You do that mentally. You do that physically. You do that financially. And then you also do that futuristically. Let me break that down to you. Spiritually, are you going to be the one that they see praying in the home? Are you going to be the one that sets the spiritual tone in your home? Are you the one that only prays on Sunday? And then from Saturday to, to whatever, you're not doing anything. Remember, men, your audio must match your video in every single thing. So if you're going to lead by example spiritually, then you've got to teach them how to pray. 
You've got to teach them how to discern. You've got to teach them how to get into their quiet place. What does it mean to praise? What does it mean to worship? What does it mean to ask God something and wait for an answer? Because if you don't teach them how to do that, they're going to expect life to be what we would call a popcorn or a microwave sensational life. Teaching them how to pray teaches them how to wait, teaches them how to listen, and teaches them how to be engaged in whatever it is that they're engaged in. So that's number one. Spiritually, you need to lead by example. Now, if we take it to mentally, how or what would they say your mental toughness is? Listen, men, fathers, dads, brothers, whoever you are, let me tell you something. When it comes to your mental toughness, this is something that they get to see and observe on a daily basis. How do you react under pressure? How do you react when you are praised? How do you react when you're applauded? How do you react when you're rejected? These are all things that you must lead by example and from the front end when it comes to your children. So that's spiritually, that's mentally. Now let's deal with physically. Now I'm not getting on anyone, but remember this, you have one body and how you treat that body, your children will actually watch, observe, and learn from you how to do what? take care of their body. So physically, are you a sluggard? Meaning you are slow to do everything. You don't want to uh, exert force or this, that, and the other. Are you hypertensive? Are you up and down? Are you moody? Are you this? Are you that? Whatever that is, you are training your children how to react physically by how you do things physically. So we went from spiritually we went to mentally, we go to physically. Now let's talk financial. Many, many families never have this conversation. And I'm here to tell you, it is imperative that you as a man stand up and show them what the standard is in finance. How do they deal with their finance? Who do they deal with in their finance? Where do they go for their finance? All of this stuff is important. Teach and train your children young and early how to save, how to tithe, how to give, how to, how, to, how to plan, how to prepare. All of these are things that we as fathers should be teaching our children. One thing that I'd love to share, if I could, Dr. Anana, when it comes to the financial side of the house, why don't we make a goal to teach our children how they can actually have phenomenal credit scores before they graduate high school. How do you do that? By teaching them how to budget, how to manage, how to plan, how to prepare, so that when they go through the process in life, when it comes to money, they know what they are doing. So teach your children, train your children early. Why is that important? Why should they have to leave your home and figure out what the world looks like? Why can't you teach them before they leave your home so that they can become productive citizens and they can now train, teach, and develop others? Hopefully, this is making sense. That's just a snippet of what we're talking about. 
<laughs> just just a snippet. Just a snippet. That sounds like the whole plate. <laughs> Banquet. We'll say we, we, we pass it around the platter today. Doc, you are talking right spiritually, financially, physically, mentally. And here's what I, I find is that a lot of times we're not, there's not enough people putting it down. Putting down mm -hmm. what you putting down, right? And picking it up, correct? Because mm -hmm. it's not yep. so much what is taught, but it's what is caught. Absolutely. So why do you feel like, you know, uh, how... How are we missing the mark so much? Because reality is, we're not talking about credit. I mean, and, mm -hmm. and, and I, I was just learning, I shared this video. It was, I don't know the gentleman's name, but he was saying the difference between debit and credit card. And, and mm -hmm. not, you know, we, especially in our community, rely on a debit card so much. Mm -hmm. But saying like, you're saying, no, my kids, when I send them off to, to college, they have a credit card, right? And we mm -hmm. learn to build credit. I mean, but this, mm -hmm. and I shared this with, you know, a few friends and it was like, wow, never even heard mm -hmm. that. So a lot of the, it's almost like a, a new language and a, it's, it's truly a paradigm shift for us, mm -hmm. for our community, especially for black families, for black men to be open, transparent, right? And speaking yeah. about these things as, and hearing it from a father, it, it, mm -hmm. it means so much, so much. So yeah. this is powerful, guys. I hope you are, you're listening, you're taking your notes. Make sure you share this broadcast because there is so much information. Professor Burnett, he, he's putting it down today. He's putting it down today. <laughs> so, so much here, but I love those spiritual, financial, physical, and mental, and and, and the value in, in really pouring into yourself. Because again, mm -hmm. you said, listen, your audio must match your video, right? So what All you're saying, Take care of yourself, your body, you know, um, not so much, no smoking, drinking, you know, exercising. Okay, you're mm -hmm. saying that, but are you doing that? Are you leading by example? And, and definitely when we talk about black men, black fathers, mm -hmm. the numbers as far as mortality, you know, high mm -hmm. blood pressure, diabetes, all of these things, right? It, 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 it's just really astounding in our community. Mm -hmm. So really taking ownership of that. Right. Yeah. And saying yeah. that I'm going to take care of my body. I'm going to eat healthy. We're going to exercise. Mm -hmm. We're not going to be, you know, a glutton in, in this environment or that mm -hmm. is, is, is key. It's really, really yeah. key. So this yeah. Was, yeah. I don't know if anything let, else you want to talk about that. Let, <laughs> let, me, let me share. Let me share this with your audience. Transparency is freedom. Number one, it long gone are the days of, oh, you're a child. Make sure you stay in the child's place. Don't talk when grown folk talking and all this stuff. Listen, that was good for its time. But now your children want to know why. How come, what about, what if, right? And there's nothing wrong with asking these questions. So we have to move and shift the paradigm to transparency is our freedom. Let's teach our children what it actually means. Now, if I could, I would break it down from this perspective. You need to have extreme ownership, extreme ownership. Why do I say that? If they are your children, which they are on loan to you, so that means you need to be a good steward over the time that you do have, meaning you need to impart every ounce of wisdom that you possibly can while you can, while you have the time, because no man knows the day nor the hour when their last breath is going to be. So you might as well give all you got while you got it, when you got it, so that they can catch it and then go somewhere with it. So let's look at that extreme ownership. When you say that you are an owner of something, you take care of it completely different from when you just happen to be renting it, right? So we're not renting children. This ain't a rent a dad, rent a cop. 
That ain't what we're talking about. We are literally investing in our future. Eventually, they will be the ones who will take care of you because of how well you took care of them. So when we look at this, what are we saying to our next generation? What are we giving? How are we passing the baton to that next generation? Financially, again, let's go back to that. You have to teach them how you got what you got. Don't hide it. Don't be ashamed of it. Show them and maybe, just maybe, they are going to come up with innovative and ingenuity uh, uh, to show you how you can do better with what you're doing. But if we think we know it all, guess what's going to happen? Nothing. You will not grow. Remember this. A closed fist can't give nothing, but an open hand can receive and give at the same time. So two things that you want to look at as a father, as a parent, you don't want to be what I call reactive. You want to be responsive. See, when you're reactive, it connotes that you didn't know something was coming. But when you're responsive, that means you're, re you're, you're replying and you're responding from a place of knowledge. So that means you're going to have to be a student, a lifelong learner, right? So as your children are learning, you are learning and never negate the fact that the child can become the teacher. The moment that you think you can no longer learn is the moment that you start dying. So we as parents also have to have an open ear to hear from our children, allow them to teach us the new vernacular or the new way of thinking. I didn't say you had to accept it all, but you should actually listen. So going back to that, what are we missing? There are people who are innovative. Their, their, ingenu their ingenuity is through the roof, but we like push them to the side. The only thing that we should be pushing to the side, Dr. Anana, is what we call distractions. We should be eliminating and eradicating distractions. Now, let me hit on this. You also need to make sure that your culture doesn't become a lid in your life. See, because I'm from a Caribbean background, and I just got to say, Caribbean parents are off the chain, right? Because they have their own way of thinking and their own way of doing things. But you can be that way and also be open-minded to the way of the future. So we talked finance, we talked family, we talked spiritual, we talked mental, but how about we talk future? Your future is predicated on the work that you're willing to do today. So the way of thinking 50, 60 years ago is not good enough for today. That means you have to be in transition. That means you have to be learning. You have to be transforming and always looking to be a productive citizen. And I'll say it from this perspective. You're going to learn that at some point you were the parent. Remember growth and control, but you can't have both. You're going to have to learn as you grow and your children grow and mature, you move from just being a regular parent to a coach, to a mentor, and also to a consultant. You still have the power of parenthood, 
but you have to understand that the engagement changes. And that is where a lot of fathers and a lot of parents in general miss the mark with their children. It's okay for your child to get some education and to come back and share it with you. Because remember, being a lifelong learner is what it's all about. Does that make sense? <laughs> makes sense, makes sense. Does that, that we get in the hearts <laughs> on the screen. And is that making sense, you guys? Are, are, are you getting that? I mean, because he has shared so, Doc, my finger is, is, is turning right now. I know I can watch and listen, but I like to get it fresh. I like to put it on paper. I, it's just, just do something for me personally. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. There's so much here. They said, makes sense. Absolutely. Pastor Gia said, absolutely. This is making sense of the reactive versus really being responsive, right? Having the mm -hmm. knowledge and knowing what's coming. And I can tell you this in two in two ways, right? So you you know we've shared you you you've helped me productivity. That is who you are with the four C's and working with young girls and women, right? And I, I understand even through the pandemic, you know, it's like what do we do? What you know? How do we help? How do? And and the one key thing was it's time to listen. It, it was time to sit and let these girls speak. Let them share what was on their heart. What were some of their struggles, their things, their opinions, even with Black Lives Matter and the incivility and mm -hmm. injustice. What do you think about this? How are you feeling? So I love the fact of listening, you know, changing from, you know, the parent mode and being the coach. But it was like, I'm going to sit back and just hear what you have to say. Let me hear your perspective of it, right? Mm -hmm. So I totally get that. So really Seeds came from, you know, giving them girls a platform to share their perspective, their experience. And really, they were the experts. They were living through this, through their lens. This was happening. Yeah. These things were happening. The pandemic, people were dying, teachers and parents, and they were living through this thing, right? Mm -hmm. But to share their perspective. Then the other thing is, I'm a mom. I got a 26-year-old. I got an 18-year-old. Oh, my goodness. I got a 15-year-old who's taller than everybody in the house. Right? So I, I, I have learned and grown through this perspective of parenthood. And you know what? It's not, listen, I know everything. I have all the answers. Do All you do is do what I say. Don't ask. Don't question. That ain't getting me nowhere. <laughs> I learned that so quick <laughs> that, you know what? And they got a lot to give us. We we really yeah. can learn. I go, what do you think about this? You know, what, mm -hmm. what are your thoughts about this? Right. And then it, I see how our relationship has grown and it yeah. is growing right through that yeah. process of, you know, of living and learning and learning together. Right. It's mm -hmm. just incredible. So I, I get exactly what you're saying. I'm still living and learning as we are yeah. growing. And I'm, I'm sure as you are as a, a father, of, of these amazing, amazing daughters. Oh my goodness, this was good, guys. I'm just seeing the comments. Incredible, incredible information being shared today. Um, push past the distractions. That's not even, that's just everybody, right? Yeah. I, I, I want to say two years ago, I was in LA and I spoke and it was like, listen, you got to, you got to uh, drop the D. You got to let go of the mm -hmm. D. And the D was mm -hmm. really the distractions. That is so mm -hmm. important. Yes, yes. Distractions in life come to do one or two things. Derail what you are currently doing or ask, ask you or introduce you to what I call new data, right? 
What you want to have in life is to have interruptions because sometimes you get stale, you get stagnant, right? And, and I try to help people to remember there are three nations that you want to stay away from. That's hesitation, stagnation, and procrastination. And that that distraction is to do just that. It's to either cause you to hesitate, it's to cause you to become stagnant, or to cause you to procrastinate. And at the end of the day, especially as a father, as a father, you don't want your children to see you distracted because they're looking to you for instruction, direction. They're looking to you for support. They're looking to you to, to, to literally train and teach them how to get over or how to get over the hump of whatever it is that they find themselves in. Now, ooh, I got to share this one too. Men, you're not always going to have all the answers. And when I talked about listening earlier, I, I wish we can teach a, a complete class on productive listening. You see, sometimes your wife or your daughter or your son is going to come to you and they're not going to ask you to solve the problem because that's what we want to be. We want to be difference makers. We want to be protectors, providers. That's great. But there are times when all they're going to ask you to do is listen. And that is where it gets hard for us because we're hard chargers. We're, we're barrier breakers. That's all we want to do is, is complete the task and the mission. But I challenge you to also listen two to three times more than you speak. Slow down just a tad bit and teach your children how to become forward thinkers. Think before you speak. It is so important. And then there's another thing that I want to teach you called the ministry of presence. See, sometimes you don't have to say a word. Sometimes you just need to shut up and be present. Let me share with you again, because people often get it twisted. Being productive doesn't mean being busy. And when you are in family time, you need to make sure that you make the time. Invest the time with your family, not by being on a computer and sitting next to them, talking about you watching the show or you, you on your phone, dibbling and dabbling. Be present when you are present because the fondest memories that you actually have of your father is quality time that you may have spent together. Now, I understand that there are, you know, a plethora of love languages out there. If you're a gift person, your know, words of affirmation, all of these different things. But I promise you, the sweetest thing that you can do for your family men is to be present when you are present. I wish earlier on in life, I understood that better. But the moment that I did, everything shifted and everything changed. So I hope that you all are picking up what I'm putting down because these are nuggets that I learned over time and over my life that has truly been a blessing uh, to, to myself and so many others.
Oh my goodness. Indeed, indeed. I, I don't know if you saw the comments, just the confirmation of uh, the ministry of listening, the ministry of presence um, and interruptions. Uh, Pastor Gia says she just preached on this on Sunday. Oh my goodness. Always confirmation. And I love that. So uh, Mr. Kelly says, listen, to redefining the role of fatherhood. And, and you know, I, I love the synergy because uh, we had Mr. Sacconi Prince on last week and he talked about mm -hmm. the power of showing up. Just awesome. showing up. You might yeah. not have the money. You might not have the gift. You might not have the clothes or whatever you thought, you know, in the branding, but you just being there, them looking out in That's the cool. audience and seeing you there. In your face. That's right. Priceless. That's right. Yes, so even be encouraged, you know, because, you know, now everything is materialistic and, you know, and then drawing on who got what and this one, but your child. What I mean, it, it, it's priceless for you just to show up and be there in the presence of it makes the world of a difference. So continue to show up. And if you haven't yes. been showing up as much as you should or would have liked, let's change that today. Make a commitment, yes. right? That yes. I will show yes. up, right? Because yes. I know that yes. sometimes, you know, you don't measure up. And, you know, if you're not even with the mom and, you know, you go through divorce and things like that and you don't feel like you have, you know, what, what even the mom or the new spouse or whatever may have, right? Sometimes we feel intimidated, right? I, I, I've heard that um, a lot of times, but it's still so important for you to show up and be there for your child, for your yes, child. Yes, yes. It is so important too, Dr. Anana, when we talk about re-engineering your brain, it doesn't matter what people have said. See, the, the loudest and most important voice in your life is your voice, is the internal voice. Why? Because you're going to believe 100% of the time what you say about you. So you've got to re-engineer your brain and your mind and your philosophy and your way of thinking and your atmosphere. You are the designer of that atmosphere. So make sure that you show up despite what others may have said about you. And sometimes despite how you feel, re-engineer your mind to show up, stand up, set the standard of being there. Because I, I have to be honest with you, and I often tell authors this when they're telling me they want to create this and that. And this is what I always tell them, Dr. Anana. And I, I know we've had the conversation. Let me tell you something. Whether that person did a great job or not, their book that's out is better than the book that's sitting in your head. So stop trying to strive for perfection and just move to excellence. Excellence from this perspective simply means do the best with what you have. Stop worrying about what you don't have. Stop trying to compare yourself with others or to compete with others and just learn how to complement through your life. You see, you may not have what your neighbor has, but what you do have is love. And when you operate from the position of love, that changes everything. Your bank account doesn't have to look like your neighbors across the street. We're not trying to put up with the Joneses or the, the Ericsons or whomever it may be. Listen, be the best version of you possible. And when doing that, you show up as a father, you do your job, and you stand before your God saying, I've done all that I know to do. And here's the key. Men, always find yourself a mentor. Find someone who is doing what you desire to do. Not someone who is parallel, but someone who is ahead of you. By a couple of years doing 
what you desire to do. Mentorship simply means mentoring on a ship. But the person at the front of the ship who has the experience with the ship can tell you when not to step left or step right, tell you when not to slow down or when not to speed up. So don't look at this thing as if it's some jigsaw puzzle. Life is meant to be lived and lived to the fullest. And you do that by being authentically you, showing up unapologetically you. But don't forget, man, there's always a better version of you ahead. So don't, watch this, don't settle. Find a way to stretch. And when you stretch, you will do better and be better for everyone in your life. So my, my words to all men that are watching this show as we talk about focusing on fatherhood is to be innovative, to be productive, but most of all, be the best version of you while living your life to the fullest. And if you do that, everyone around you becomes better. They say a rising tide lifts all boats. It's the same thing with your leadership. Leadership starts from within and it's the art of influencing. What is the art of education? It's repetition. So, so should your influence be. Be engaging, be productive. Make sure that you do all that you know to do. And there are times when you're not going to know what to do. But in those moments, seek God's help. And God will guide you. He will lead you into all truth as to what it is that you're supposed to do. So men, I champion and I salute you. I'm grateful for who you are. Stand up and set the standard, set the stage and the platform for the young men that are coming behind us. We just have to show up and do our part and make sure that we are leaving a legacy that is worthy of being told. And that is what I would say to each and every one of you today as we focus on fatherhood, be the best version of you that you can possibly be. What are your thoughts, Dr. Anama? <laughs> you know, this is supposed to be real talk, real solutions. You got me, I'm just speechless, Doc. <laughs> you know, man, oh man, I told you guys, I told you, you were in for a treat tonight. You were in for a treat. And the thing about this, I mean, there's such a wealth of knowledge, of experience, of expertise, but still that humility, you know, that you always speak from that place of really caring for the person, you know, keeping the heart in mind, the main thing, the main thing. So I truly believe that it was felt today um, as you shared so much real talk and you offered so many invaluable, invaluable solutions. And I love that last one. Get a mentor. I can tell you mentorship <laughs> is what I do, but I can tell you I have about six of them. It's so it will change your life. If you don't even have one, I, I really suggest, I will just certainly echo again what Professor is saying, get a mentor 
mentor. And, and, and a man, yes, you need a mentor, right? If it comes to fatherhood, right? If it comes, even if it was your career, if it was your business, right? Even just to grow spiritually, having a mentor, having someone that you can look up to because they are where you want to be, right? It is priceless. So I, I thank you for that, for that tip. Um, and I don't even know, I mean, for us as women, you know, I can speak to that and know the value of it. But for a man, if you can even give any, just go a little bit further. What does that look like? Who, how do I get to a mentor? And it doesn't have to be necessarily somebody you can put your hands on, maybe, you know, mm -hmm. literally, but, and, and, and even speak to just, um, even mentors, people that have mentored you that maybe weren't in your backyard. Um, can mm -hmm. you give just a little bit more instructions on those that are watching Absolutely. mentorship? Absolutely. Absolutely. And thank you for the opportunity to do so. You know, in life, people always think that their mentor uh, is someone who is right in front of their face. You know, I, I've had mentors in my life who I've watched the evidence and the results in their life. And what I turned around and did is I studied their life. Maybe I never met them. Maybe they don't even know my name. And that's OK. They have trained, they have coached, they have taught me. That is why I love books. That's why I've written over 40 some odd books because I realized that the knowledge that is in my head, that if I can transfer it to a book, it will transform someone else's life. Let me, let me share it with you this way. You know, when you read a book, what are you actually getting? You're getting the mind of someone else, right? And normally people put 10, 15, 20 years of education and knowledge into their book. So when you pick up that book and you spend an hour to two hours or maybe three reading this person's uh, 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 journey and travel, guess what you have done? You have just grown 20, 30 years. So when people say, how old are you? You can't possibly know this or know that. I read books. I listen to podcasts. I follow people. I read people's biographical uh, 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 life. And I, and I go and I see if they speak of something, I go and I go and look into that. I don't just read over it and gloss over it. So I have had mentors in my life from all around the globe. And yes, you do need mentors for different things. Listen, let me share it to you this way. I wouldn't be speaking productivity if I didn't share it this way. You don't go to a banker to be your mentor as a chef. It will never work. You don't go to a athlete to be your spiritual mentor, right? So you, you've got to decide and know exactly what it is you desire. Listen, as a productivity guy, I want to learn from millionaires and billionaires, not because they're millionaires and billionaires, but because of what they had to go through to get to that level. I want to understand the struggle. I want to understand the mindset. I want to know why you shifted from this to go to that. And then along the way, I want to learn the hurdles, the bumps, the boundaries that you had to press, break, or shatter so that you can become who you are. You see, choosing a mentor is really on you. And you don't walk up to anyone and say, would you become my mentor? The first question that I would ask someone is, why me? Why do you want me to become your mentor? What evidence and results do you even know about my life to ask me to be your mentor? Because listen, you cannot S-E-E-K what you don't S-E-E. -E. You can't go seeking someone who you have not seen do the work that you desire to do. 
So when you're looking for a mentor, you have to go seeking and searching for whatever it is that God placed on the inside of you. So when I say I learn from any and everybody, I really do. I learn what not to do. I learn what to do. I learn what to emulate and what not to imitate. I learn how to become authentically me because of all the mentorship that I have had. So I would say to each and every one of you, as you think mentorship, first and foremost, the first question is, where am I going? Where do I desire to go? How do I desire to show up? And then watch this. Who do I want to be in life? And what am I doing to make a difference in this world? If you don't have the answers to those things, you'll never know what type of mentorship you need. So first and foremost, you've got to know yourself and what your desires are before you can ever seek out a mentor. Hopefully that makes sense. This is good. This is good, but this is definitely real talk. <laughs> this is this is real talk because this is real work. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I appreciate that. And I, and I thank you. I thank you so much for really, really giving, getting down to the details of it. Because, you know, it's like sometimes you can't put the horse before the carriage, the carriage before the horse. Right. You got to know. I like how you said know and decide. It's one thing to know mm -hmm. something, but if you don't make the decision <laughs> that this is who I want to be, right? It doesn't mm -hmm. matter what I've gone through, where I come from, what the father I had didn't have, mm -hmm. but you have the power, right? That mm -hmm. you make the decision. You now know and you decide who you want to be. And I love the seek and the see, man. This is good. <laughs> this okay. is good, good stuff, man. I, 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 I so appreciate you um, for sharing, Absolutely. and I know this is for the fathers, but you're definitely talking to the moms too. So, mom's <laughs> on a mission. He is certainly uh, giving us some amazing, amazing tips. And Mr. Productivity, this is not just what you talk about, but this is what you do. It, it just just flows right i thank god for the anointing that's on your life for this time in this season um and for you just being a blessing to me to help me to push through some things um and and, and like i said in the beginning i know this is just the beginning so this is amazing re-engineering your mind excellence doing the best with what you have man this is this is so much so much here guys so i thank you for watching please please make sure that um you you engage share let let the professor know uh what what you what you some of your takeaways from today now doc last but not least i gotta let you go because you know you're on the west coast and it's still <laughs> afternoon for you and i know you probably got 15 more things to do today yes, <laughs> so yes, yes, please yes. tell the folks how can they connect with you um i know your name is here professor Vernet a joseph that's him on facebook but let them know how they can connect with you and what services we're talking to fathers um you know about mentorship and you are a mentor and a coach what 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 can you share with the folks that are watching today at the end of the day i'm a simple man with a simple plan to help people to be productive in every area of their life if there's something that i can do for you please ma'am please sir reach out uh again i'm not hiding i am on uh you know the google as we call it you can just google my name you'll find everything about me all social media dr Burnett a joseph um and again, if there's something that I can do for you, if there's, you know, you see some type of collaboration, partnership or relationship uh, that could be forged or built, 
Let's do that. Let's build together. I believe in doing life together. Like-minded people always seek out like-minded people. Uh, so I would just simply say, again, stretch. Stretch yourself to be the best version of you possible. If you hear something that you desire to do, then go do something about it. If you feel something, then say something right? At the end of the day, our job is to be the best and the, the, the most productive citizens that we could possibly be. So right now, I mean, reach out to Dr. Anana. You see the work that she's doing. You see the caliber of people uh, that she deals with. You see the work that she's doing with the youth and adults. Listen, there is nothing, and I repeat, nothing that you cannot do if you put your mind to it, what you focus on gets done. So the real question is, what are you focused on? Because whatever it is that you're focused on, that's what will be accomplished in your life. Don't waste your time. Make sure that you invest your time. If you invest your time, you can actually look for a return on your investment. But if you waste it, if you spend it, guess what's going to happen? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. The one thing that I would really love to leave with everybody is do not, do not, I say again, do not downplay yourself because God puts something on the inside of you and there's something that you are supposed to produce. So what you really need to do is look at the man or the woman in the mirror and say, why am I here? And what is it that I'm supposed to produce? so that I can be about my father's business. And once you lock into that, you, you, you should be like a pit bull and have locked jaw and never let it go. Because that is how worlds are changed. Nations are changed. People are changed. Generations are changed because you thought it not robbery or not strange to hold on and believe what you're supposed to believe and then go make a difference while believing in that thing. So be the best version of you that you could possibly be. I'm on all social media, you can reach out. There's multiple websites and things out there. Contact Dr. Anana. If there are questions that you needed answered, uh, you know, if, if there's something that we said that makes sense to you today, you know, tweet it out, hashtag it out, do whatever it needs to be done. Share it with someone who you believe may need this or not just you believe may need this, Share it with someone who can grow with you. Because too often times, folks, you know what we do? We're pointing the finger. But I'll never forget my mother always telling me that one that's pointing this way. There's three pointing back at you. So share it so that you can grow with someone as opposed to sharing it, saying you need to do this. No. Hey, it was a great talk. There were a couple of nuggets out of there that I think we can grow together in. And I want you to hold me accountable and I'll hold you accountable should you desire that as well. You see, I believe, Dr. Anana, that life is meant to be lived to the fullest, but the words that we use in life make a difference. What you say and how you say it changes the trajectory of other people's lives. So just be kind to one another, love each other, respect each other. Be civil to one another. And remember, put humanity first because everyone deserves civility. So that's all I got. If there's anything else, you need anything else, you know I'm always here. 
Indeed, indeed, indeed. I tell you what, and this is just the tip of the iceberg. Professor Vernet A. Joseph, oh my goodness, there's so much more uh, that he does in the work of civility and globally and the radio. I mean, just so much. Mr. Productivity, that's real, real. <laughs> so um, I am, again, truly honored. I thank you again for your time, for your commitment to, to, to lock arms with me along this journey um, as we continue to build people, empower people all around the globe. And today, uh, just to make that time for me and to share with my audience um, is just really, really a true blessing. So I thank you, sir. Listen, I, I, I know it's coming, but I want to be the first to say happy Father's Day to you, thank you, thank <laughs> to you, all Tyler, the fathers out there. Oh my goodness, we thank you. We appreciate you. Um, and, and I pray that even today, and just as you were listening, that you were really able to, to hear. And I know without a shadow of a doubt, because we are certainly intentional in what we do, that today's Real Talk, Real Solutions episode will be a blessing to all the fathers out there. And we can do that as with you partnering with us and sharing this broadcast, sharing what you have heard and learned today. So happy Father's Day, Professor. Thank you. Thank you thank again you. so much. I let you go. Keep on doing what you're doing. I appreciate you indeed. Oh my goodness. So guys, another episode, Real Talk, Real Solutions. I, I pray again that you, you really um, were enlightened, um, perhaps even restored, uh, encouraged and inspired by what you heard today. To all the fathers out there, happy Father's Day. Listen, Dr. Anana, we love, we appreciate you from one daddy's girl to the next. Um, I, I pray that you enjoy your Father's Day. Um, take time for you. Uh, look, look inward as, as Professor Vernet shared with us. And to all the moms out there, all the women that are connected, right? Moms on a mission, you know, you know, make sure you share some love to the fathers, to the men that are father figures out there and that are being great fathers and inspiration to others. Take time. Uh, you know, if your day gets busy, you can do it today. Show some love to a father. Show some love to a man that was a father figure, even for you. I have so many um, that I could even think of, even myself. But let's make sure that we edify, that we uh, inspire, that we encourage uh, the fathers that are in our lives and that have been a blessing to us today. So I, I'm truly honored. I'm truly excited. I'm thankful. I'm grateful for the opportunity and for all those that have shared with us on Real Talk, Real Solutions. And you know what it is. As I say, listen, continue to do what? Be bold, be you, and be blessed. To all my girls, my women, be blessed. Girl, to all the guys, be a blessed guy. I am Dr. Anana Pfeiffer Daryl Home. I thank you, thank you. Keep, keep on keeping on. Have a great one. <laughs>